this week from GNC Week in Review, powered by Geek News Central. Sundar Pichai testifies before Congress, a prediction that iPhone sales will drop in 2019, while with those iPhones costing over $1,000, I can see why. Speaking of phones costing over $1,000, Samsung's uh, Galaxy S10 could cost $1,700, can you say OMG? Plus, Bohemian Rhapsody is the world's most streamed song from the 20th century. It's Friday, December 14th, 2018. My name is Kirk Corliss, and this is episode 6 of the GNC Week in, Review po- Week in Review podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode, and please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app, or also the podcasts on TuneIn, Spotify, or on Stitcher. Also on GNCWeekly.com is where the show notes from each episode are posted every Friday evening. Please get connected with GNC Weekly on Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus at GNC Weekly. I'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, feedback, etc. at GNCWeekly at gmail.com. All right, let's jump in with the tech news of the week with the latest news and tech from Geek News Central from this past week. First up, over on BuzzFeed News, where it was reported that Google CEO Sundar Pichai testified before the House Judiciary Committee on Tuesday on about Google's data collection. Now, for almost two hours, um, it wasn't about um, location data and tracking. It was all about political bias, where Ms. Pichai was very insistent that Google is neutral. Now, in regards to how Google is using location data, Ms. Pichai did say that the users that users do have uh, does have tools that are available to turn um, location on and off, inciting to use on a dashboard on Google.com the settings for um, privacy checkup. Now, a couple of things stood out where one of the congressmen, Ted Poe, asked if I take my phone, my iPhone, and walked over to the other side of the room, does Google track me? Where Mr. Pichai really didn't give a clear answer, and last I checked, if I'm wrong, in a sense, isn't Google first and foremost a search engine? What do you think um, out there? Uh, does Google have a liberal bias? Does Google need to work better on how users control their data? Control their data. Excuse me. I'd love to hear your comments. Um, so please email me at gncweekly at gmail.com. Excuse me. Switching gears in the smartphone news, and we all know of the recent iPhone. Um, costing over $1,000 over on Gizmodo UK. Uh, they have heard from their sources that the have heard from their sources that the one terabyte Galaxy S10 could be priced at a whopping 1,399 pounds, which after conversion is roughly $1,700. The gal- the excuse me, the 128 gigabyte Galaxy S10 will be priced at uh, at 899 pounds <clears throat> while the uh, while the 512 gigabyte model will cost 1099 pounds there will be the smaller galaxy s10 with a six with, excuse me with a 6.1 inch display that will go for 799 pounds and 999 pounds for the 128 gigabyte and 512 gigabyte models respectively and there are rumors that there could be a flat screen version of the Galaxy S10, Galaxy S10, excuse me, 
which will apparently will retail for um, $669 for the 128 gigabyte model. So we'll see here in the U.S. that if the uh, S10 will have a hefty price tag, so we'll keep an eye on it. And speaking of the Galaxy Samsung S10 over on um, AndroidCentral.com, there's an article uh, on the uh, getting the difference, the verse, excuse me, versus uh, with um, OnePlus 6T versus Samsung's Galaxy, Samsung Galaxy S9, which you should, which should you buy? And it shows uh, the pros and cons. Um, what, uh, how much it is on it? One plus with five hundred forty-nine dollars um, versus the Galaxy S9, seven hundred ten dollars. Amazon um, shows the pros and cons from each phone. Um, there's a uh, video review of the One Plus XT. Uh, there's the specs for each device, and there's also a um, video review on the um, Galaxy S9 Plus. So, um, so it's a great article to check out in the show notes um, for uh, for that. Also, also on and on and <laughs> you things after six episodes, I'm tumbling up. You know, messing with my words. <laughs> also on AndroidCentral.com, if you're th- if you are thinking of switching from iPhone to Android, there is a guide on how to do that. Uh, it'll give you it's a lot of uh, information that's available on how what you need about your contacts, your calendars, photos, documents, um, etc. And it'll show up there in the um, show notes on on how to do that. Finally, closing out the smartphone news of the week with some app news. If you are getting a new Android device and you want to personalize your phone with apps, um, makeuse.com has you covered. We will have the uh, the nine essential apps to uh, personalize your home screen. And uh, those nine essential apps are, just waiting for it to load. There we go. Okay, Musi. Don't know music, contextual app folder, uh, also uh, launchers, icon packs, uh, Zooper widget, custom search bar widget, smart drawer, wall mag, and uh, tap it. Now I've heard of tap it. I have used tap it. It's a great wallpaper app. Um, it's uh, live wallpaper where um, it has uh, wallpaper for has shapes and sizes and colors and really cool designs you can change the um you can change the time <clears throat> you can change the time excuse me you can change the um the time of the the transition and wipes etc so it's a great uh um, it's a great app you know i highly recommend it i will link up in the show notes on how you can um check out the nine essential apps to personalize your android phone and by chance, if you do happen to have a Android device running 4.0 Ice Cream Sandwich after seven years, Google's ending the support uh, for Android 4.0. If you know anyone still using an Android device with a version of 4.0 going forward, you're going to have they will have a hard time finding uh, compatible apps and services. Google announced Android 4.0 and the Galaxy Nest, Galaxy Nexus at an event in Hong Kong on October 19th, 2011. Google says ice cream sandwich usage share has been below 1% for years, so the end of support won't affect many people. 
devices running ICS will no longer get updated to new version of Play Services, which is forever locked at 14.7.99. So if you know of someone that has an older uh, has an older Android device, he or she may want to upgrade to another Android uh, device with a more recent OS update. Uh, there are plenty there are plenty to choose from and won't break the bank when getting another phone. Uh, over on Google Pay, if you ever want to make a donation, that are very, there are various ways to go about doing that. Now, uh, Google is trying to make that process a little easier by launching a donation hub on Google Play. This means that users will be able to quickly and easily make their donations to various charities of their choice, all from one location. According to Google, quote, in celebration of the holiday giving season, you can make charitable donations to inspiring nonprofits from the Google Play Store. If you are in the U.S., Canada, Mexico, Germany, Great Britain, France, Spain, Italy, Taiwan, Indonesia, you'll see this update over the next few days. Making a donation on Google Play is quick and easy, and 100% of your contributions go directly to the nonprofits you choose. I will link in the show notes on where to go for that. And closing out the app news for this week, and it was a shock this was not done sooner, according to a report from Sophos, um, S-O-P-H-O-S, about two dozen or so Android apps were removed from the Play Store with downloads collectively amounting to about two million or so. These apps were found to be taking part in an ad broad scheme where the apps were disguised as games and functional, functional utilities but at the same time had downloaded capabilities which allowed them to secretly connect to servers to retrieve other files. Sophos claims that these apps directed the malware to send ad requests and pretended they originated from a variety of apps and hid those ads in a hidden browser window. This means that as far as users are concerned, if they didn't know that an ad is being run, that it is unless they start paying attention to the amount of data the device are using and also how much battery is being taken up. I have to say, Google, if you are listening, you need to be more proactive. Next up, and if you think Google is tracking you, well, Facebook is, because in a patent discovered by BuzzFeed News, Facebook has a patent that tries to predict where you might go in the future. Filed back in 2017, the patent is dubbed, titled Offline Trajectories and describes a method in which, based on your current location and locations you've been in the past, along with people you know. It will attempt to predict where you might be going next. According to the patent, this feature could be used to determine if where you're going might not have internet connectivity, and will try to prefetch data that you can still access some content on Facebook. Facebook, of course, wanted to put a kibosh in the story and maybe not start cause a stir amongst the people, where according to Facebook's spokesperson, Anthony Harrison, quote, we often seek patents for technology we never implement, and patent applications such as this one should not be taken as an indication of future plans. So something tells me this is going to happen sooner or later, so stay tuned. Do you work in an office like I do? Do you shop on Amazon like do like I do? Do you want to have an Amazon store Amazon store in your office? Well, in a report from Reuters, it appears that Amazon is testing out the idea of placing its cashierless stores in office lobbies, where the first outlet has been opened at one of Amazon's Seattle offices. 
This particular store is smaller than the other outlets. It measures 400 square 450 square feet and will stock the basic food items such as salads and snacks that might be bought by office workers, according to Gianna Purini, Purini, um, vice president of Amazon Go. Quote, we wanted something from a design perspective that would fit nightly, that would fit nicely into open spaces. You can bring it in pieces and assemble it on site. Uh, unquote, not only could this fit into office lobbies, but it could also find their way into other parts of buildings, such as communal floors or even hospitals. So I gotta say, Amazon, you're more than welcome to open a store here in my office in New Jersey. My wallet is waiting for you. Today is December 14th, and by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be the same same day today or this evening, as I record this episode at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Time, or tomorrow morning, tomorrow Saturday. In any event, Christmas is fast approaching, approximately. Uh, Christmas is fast approaching, if I can get the words out. And I have links in the show notes for Secret Santa apps. Um, I have links on um, the uh, the best tabletop and board game, the best tabletop and board games for analog um, analog gamers. Uh, I have a link on the best shop, the best um, the best online shops to get uh, those world famous. <laughs> The world famous ugly Christmas sweat, ugly Christmas sweaters. Yes, they're still a thing. I have a link in the show notes for Amazon's um, free shopping, um, Amazon Prime's free shipping, and in the Christmas uh, Christmas roundup, um, I have a link in the show notes on the best offbeat Christmas movies to stream in 2018, and they are Gremlins, Brazil. Scrooge, I gotta say, I love Scrooge. Um, the uh, the da da da, uh, the World of Roses, Edward Scissorhands, Tokyo Godfathers, a very a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Enjoyed that movie. Um, Iron Man three, uh, Iron Man three, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell rocks, and a Christmas horror story. So I have links on. All the Christmas uh, links um, up in the show notes to uh, check out with uh, less than, again, two weeks to go. Two weeks to go to Christmas. In video streaming news this week, over on AndroidCentral.com, I have a link up in the show notes for on the wish to purchase um, Amazon Fire Stick TV, Fire Stick 4K, excuse me, Amazon Fire TV 4K. And the um, versus the Roco Premiere, which you should buy, uh, and I will show you on how to like the, the mention the article about the Samsung um, phone and the OnePlus phone. One Plus phone, um, it gives uh, which we should buy the prices, the pros and cons. They break uh, they break it down in dimensions and. Uh, everything that's available, so I'll have a link up in the show notes for the Amazon Fire TV Stick 4K versus um, the um, uh, versus the um, uh, the Roku Premiere. Um, there's a lot of people that I know um, that I that swears by the Amazon Fire TV Stick. So if you want to check it out, uh, again the link is in the show notes. Trending this week on GNCWIR over on Twitter, the number one trending topic this week is Mick Mulvaney, where President uh, President Donald Trump names his as the new acting White House 
Chief of Staff, and over on YouTube, trending this week at number one with over 4 million views, a music video from Annual, A-N-U-E-L, excuse me, A-N-U-E-L-A-A, with a song, House of Haze, um, and I have a link up in the um, show notes for the video if you want to check it out. It's three minutes and 11 seconds. Next up, now when I saw this article over on CNET.com, I was ecstatic, and I think a lot of people will be pleased to find about this, where Bohemia Rhapsody has been streamed 1.6 billion times. The 1975 song, written by the late Freddie Mercury for the album A Night at the Opera, is the world's most streamed song from the 20th century, uh, ported to by um, Universal Music Group this past Tuesday. The number is based on streams of the song itself across Spotify, Apple Music, and other services, as well as the iconic video on YouTube. Freddie Mercury, excuse me, um, it took uh, it overtook Nirvana's 1991 "Smells Like Teen Spirit," which had 1.5 billion streams, and Guns N' Roses' "Sweet Child O' Mine" from 1988, and "November Rain" from 1991. Um, Brian May, who the um, he was the he's the uh, Queen's guitarist. Um, he said in a quote in their release, the Universal um, uh, release, um, excuse me, release, excuse me. Um, so the quote, he said, the quote, the, so the river of rock music has metamorpho- metamorphosed into streams. Very happy that our music is still flowing to the max. And um, Lucian Grange, uh, chairman and CEO of Universal Music Group, um, said in their release, quote, Bohemian Rhapsody is one of the greatest songs by one of the greatest bands in history. We are so proud to represent Queen and are thrilled to see the song still inspiring new fans around the world more than four, decade, four decades after its release. So rock on, Queen. I'll be playing the song loud and proud. With 2019 coming in less than three and a half weeks away is CES 2019. And for those who don't know what CES is, um, CES stands for the um, Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, now it's now it's the that title has gone away. It's just CES. Um, it is a uh, trade only event for individuals uh, 18 years of age or older, and it's affiliated with um, consumer to- consumer technology. Um, it's not open to the general public, and they showcase um, um, over 4,500 exhibiting companies. Um, uh, manufacturers, developers, and suppliers of consumer technology hardware, content, te- excuse me, technology delivery systems, and more. Um, buyers and um, press goes out there, uh, and there's uh, over um, different um, pre- uh, conference sessions and more than um, and over 108,000 attendees from over uh, from 150 countries. Now, I went to CES 2018 this past January with the um, Geek News Central team. Um, is I was a social media producer where I ran the uh, YouTube, Facebook, and the um, TPN.TV live blog. And we were we were also joined along with um, the team from um, F5, Refreshing, Refreshing Technology, and the Gadget Professor. And we were at the um, SANS Expo. We were covering the tech from startups on various products for the home. Uh, there were so many products that will make your head spin. I mean, it ranged from um, uh, smart locks, doors, drones, um, every type of gear, tech, tech-driven tech in the home, outside the home, for your car, etc. 
it was amazing. It was like so mind blowing to see all that, uh, all that cool stuff, all that cool tech. Um, this past January, and we broadcasted in a small, very small studio, <laughs> very small studio, um, and uh, where we had uh, there was interviews we had in the studio. Um, Todd and I and one and the our, our the uh, uh, cameraman um, um, Colton Clymer was out there uh, with us. Uh, with, with everybody um, this past January, um, I will not be going to. I will not be there um, this year um, for 2019. Um, however, um, I will. Um, uh, Todd will be. He's uh, again. He's the host of the um, Geek News Central podcast. Um, he'll be down in Las Vegas um, next month. Um, I will be posting on um, posting on uh, on GNCWeekly.com. Uh, where you can watch the 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 the, uh, the coverage. Um, more likely, will be on uh, geeknewscentral.com and or tpn.tv. Um, I will have a um, wrap up of what was announced from 20, CES 2019 in the upcoming episodes. Um, I may be guest hosting on the Geek News Central um, podcast during that week, which I believe it's January. I believe it's January 11th. Let me just check my calendar real quick. No, it's the. I believe it starts on it's. It starts on I believe Tuesday, um, January eighth. It's press day on January seventh. So Tuesday to that Friday the eleventh, um, I will um, I will be doing the have an episode posted uploaded. Excuse me, posted on Friday January eleventh um, of the wrap up of all the um, the tech. The tech that came, the C, from CES 2019, CES 2019, a uh, lot of um, text coming out of there. And to get Prime beforehand, um, CNET, I have this on the, up in the show notes, um, CNET.com, um, where they had, um, they had a story of products that were at CES 2018. Um, there was, now a lot of times with tech, with the products that come out, it does, it usually, they We'll see if it does well during that year, and sometimes it doesn't make it after after January 2018. Um, so the, for example, what was announced at CES 2018 was Ibo, the robot dog, robot dog from Sony. Uh, it was released, albeit in limited quantities. Uh, they um, also the uh, there was the Neofex Neo Mano robotic glove. Um, it's supposed to come out on uh, out in 2019. The um, LG's rollable OLED TV. It's still a concept. Um, the HTC V HTC Vive Pro. Uh, it's out now. Uh, the um, an ADR AR twig on the 6D OF blaster. It's not available for sale yet. Um, the Whirlpool's smart over-the-range over microwave, it's out. Uh, the um, the Byton shared experience display, it's coming next year. Um, Razer's Project Linda, um, still a concept. So there's so the uh, so these products that were featured um, for, by CNET um, uh, in 2018. Um, there's a lot of products here, and you want to check out. Um, that uh, you know the details on all these products 
uh, up in the show note. Show note, excuse me. Meanwhile, continuing on, moving on, other news over on ArsTechnica.com. There's a story that nearly 100 Lyft drivers are suing because they're legally being paid too little, which would seem odd to me. Apparently, uh, several dozen Lyft drivers across California have filed a new labor lawsuit against the ride-hailing company, arguing, like many before them, that they're being inadequately paid. According to the lawsuit, Abajabar A. I'm probably going to pronounce his name. <laughs> uh, A-B-D-E-L-E-G-J-I-A-A-B-B-B-B-A-R. Wow, this is a long name here. Um, at all versus Lyft, which was filed in federal court in San Francisco on Wednesday. Drivers are being paid, quote-unquote, less than $8 per hour. That's far less than the California minimum of $11 per hour and even further behind the minimum in some other Golden State cities, which mandate even higher pay. A substantial portion of the driver's lawsuit is based on a 20, May 2018 decision by the California Supreme Court, such as, known as Dynamex. In that case, the court found that companies can only declare their workers as contractors rather than employees if they, may, if they meet certain requirements. Lyft exercises significant control over plaintiffs by determining which rides they are offered, how much they are paid for each ride, when they receive critical information about each ride, and how to resolve disputes and complaints regarding each ride, the driver's uh, attorneys wrote. Lyft did not respond to Ars Technica um, late yesterday, Thursday, uh, late yesterday uh, this past Thursday, request for comment, so we're going to stay tuned on this. And finally, Flippy, a a Flippy is a burger flipping robot that's been trialed in a number of restaurants this year. Uh, it's coming to uh, Walmart's headquarters in Bentonville, Arkansas, to see whether or not it's the right fit for its in-store delis. Yahoo News reports Flippy is the world's first autonomous robotic kitchen assistant powered by artificial intelligence from Miso Robotics, a two-year-old startup. Flippy got a gig at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles with vending food service company Levy Enterprise, Levy Restaurant, excuse me, part of Compass Group to fry up chicken tenders and tater tots. Through the World Series, Flippy churned out 17,000 pounds worth of fried foods. It's able to fry up to eight baskets of food simultaneously. It's able to fry up to eight baskets of fruit of food simultaneously. Simultaneously, and I'm prime masculine this word too. <laughs> so it is true that robots are going to take over the world, and including them flipping burgers. That is the tech news of the week from GNC WIR. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I would love to hear from listeners out there, be it comments, suggestions, say hi. Or just say hi, excuse me. Please send those emails to me my, my way at gncweekly at gmail.com. Don't forget, next week is a special holiday edition where GNCWIR is going to have a jam-packed episode of the top tech news of from 2018. It's GNC Year Review 2018 on the Geek News... <laughs> okay, let's try this again. It's going to be a jam-packed episode of the top tech news from 2018. It's going to be it's going to be episode the episode is going to be titled GNC Year in Review 2018. 
and that's on the GNC Weekend Review podcast um, next Friday, uh, December 21st. So you don't want to miss it. Till then, I will talk to you all soon.